Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline and welcome and wish a happy belated birthday as well to Annie Heilbrunn from the UT and Valley Sports San Diego. Annie, and uh, it is great to have you on as always. Wizzy, Ben, it is great to speak with you guys. It was fun turning 22, yeah. you know, this weekend again. Um, and, uh, and yeah, no, it's great to hear you guys' voice. Thanks for having me on. It's our pleasure. Our pleasure. Well, first of all, we when the piece dropped on Friday, we were very thankful that it dropped because we were out of material. Uh, fully, we was about halfway <laughs> through the show. Woods had strep throat. I had strep throat. This time it on was, Friday, we were like, "Thank you, God and Annie and <laughs> Kevin for dropping for this." You. Oh, thank God! Thank God it came in. <laughs> Gave us a whole new content stream uh, to 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 explore a little bit, and and we read a little bit from it, and it was just really well done. Can I walk us through? Uh, walk us through how this all came about. Yes. Thank you guys, too, for the kind words on Friday. That was really nice to you guys. And um, it, uh, yes, this this is one that kind of came about um, like these these stories do very last second, if you will. Like, you know, you, you kind of never know how they're going to go or if the people that you hope are going to talk to you are actually going to talk to you. And, and you know, you kind of have to just sort of um, – cross your fingers a little bit and, and hope that, that you're going to get what you need because you really only have one shot. So, um, you know, I had found out that they were working together, um, Fernando and Joe down at that pool. And so it became a little bit of a game of trying to, trying to see if we could, you know, get over there and talk to them. And then if there was anything there, obviously there's something there, but you know, if, if there was something that would be, beneficial to running a story early versus waiting um until after fan fest or something like that so so there was a lot going on but it ended up working out i think that um it, it's one of those that you know you you just you kind of luck out with the timing and with the relationships you've built a little bit and um and things like that and then and then uh you know you kind of just run with it and, and it was cool to see the la times actually picked it up and ran it today and gave san diego sports like to a whole full page in their sports section today. So, um, you know, I don't know. It's kind of kind of neat to see. Well, we do that for the Chargers still, I think, Annie. So, I mean, it's turnabout is fair play from time to time. But you guys got to, you know, you got to talk to what is, who is probably, I mean, he's going to get, He's going to get mauled this season everywhere he goes. It's, he's one of the most, if not the most, exciting players in baseball. And to finally get some, um, to get some some words from him, to get some stories from him, to get some, 
feelings. You know, how was he feeling during those playoff games? I mean, it was it was really, really cool, and, and we'd all been speculating on it for, you know, God knows how long. Yeah, it was cool to see him like that. It was cool to see Fernando like that. You know, I, I've been talking to Fernando since he came into the majors, and he's always had that fun-loving side of him, that laugh, that ability to kind of, you know, not be afraid of things. And I think you saw that in the story that it was cool to see that that part was still there. But then there was also this side of him that was like, you know, had really done some personal uh, self, like, you know, look at himself and some self growth and just some kind of um, introspection that was really, really evident. It wasn't like he was faking it. It was very clear. And I hope for his sake, you know, and, and I think, you know, we, we didn't get this in, um, because we just ran out of room. But um, Joe, Joe mentioned, you know, one of the things he mentioned was at some point, you know, because Fernando still feels very remorseful. He still wants to make this up to San Diego and to the fans and to, um, you know, to, to his teammates and to himself even. And Joe said, you know, at one point he needs to just be himself and move forward. And I think that I hope that for his sake, because, you know, he's always going to get asked these questions at least for a while or at least for this year or even going on, you know, there will always be this like thread of a storyline. But the hope I think for him is, you know, he can kind of answer some of these early and then at least um, from a lot of the media that he sees all the time, you know, can can move forward and just focus on this next season. It, he's always going to have it as part of his history. By no means should anyone forget it. And, and I don't think Joe, and Joe was not saying that Fernando should forget it, but that at some point he needs to stop, you know, stop, I guess, um, you know, apologizing so much for it or, or whatnot, not that, you know, and, and, and just kind of be himself and enjoy getting back to the game. And I thought that was really cool of Joe to say as well, because he's right. I mean, at some point he does have to turn the page. Well, that's interesting, Annie. We're talking to Annie Heilbrun here on Ben and Woods because Joe was one of the more outspoken players in the Padres clubhouse when the suspension came down about the disappointment and how, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. was going to have to to prove himself and work his way back into the good graces. How significant do you feel it is that that Tatis is there with Joe and that Joe has not I'm not surprised that he's done this, but that Joe has taken the forefront and kind of tried to work Fernando Tatis Jr. back into the the framework of the of the community of the Padres. Yeah, it's really cool. What one of the best things about Joe is like his leadership style is not he's not gonna rah rah you in the sense of like trying to drag you along with him but he's if you want to come do what he's doing so he's he's going to lead by action and if you want to be part of it he is going to roll out the red carpet he's going to make sure you feel supported if you bring something up to him he's going to listen and try to help so he's it's it's a great leadership quality and of course you know you need a clubhouse that has a lot of different leadership qualities and a lot of different leaders that speak to different groups of guys which is great you you know it's, it's better if you have more than one um, and Joe was one of them. And I think that, that in that sense, that this is kind of how it went. You know, it's something Joe was doing. Fernando is a water guy. He, from, from the Dominican, loves being in the water. Um, got introduced to it, you know, when he was rehabbing um, earlier, or rehabbing last season from his first wrist surgery. And so um, when Joe was doing these classes weekly in the off season, you know, Fernando was like, okay, let me, let me come along, you know, now that I'm healthy enough to be doing these as well. And Joe has welcomed him with open arms. And it's cool to see the two of them work out there because it's not just um, the two of them. It's also like, you know, MMA fighters. It's rugby players. It's different athletes from different backgrounds. 
And so Joe and Fernando are just, there, you know, they're teammates there and they're, 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 you know, giving each other a little trash talk in competition and they're being supportive of each other. But then they're also being supportive of all the other athletes there and vice versa. So it's kind of cool to see that as well. I think that that helps with confidence too and just like, you know, doing something that, that um, we could never do. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'll speak for myself. I couldn't do that, all right? No, same. <laughs> but these guys – <laughs> these guys, I know you guys did a uh, fantasy camp, so you might be in better shape than me, but um, these guys view this as like a cardio workout, um, but, a, but a rest day one because it's easy on their joints. It's easy on their muscles. So something that would be very difficult for someone like myself, and I would not view this as a rest day workout. They see it as like a, as a, as a more of a mental workout. Um, you know, obviously they get their physical part in as well, but they're able to, you know, get a little bit of a, uh, a little bit off of their joints and muscles by being in the pool. So um, mentally they're working on a lot there more so than physically even, or, or at least as much as physically. But yeah, Joe was so outspoken about, about Fernando. And I think that that's the cool thing about Joe and about teammates is like, you know, if you show it with action, they they want to support you. They want to welcome you back. And it's going to be up to Fernando to continue doing that throughout his career, really. Well, yeah, we're talking to uh, Annie Halbrun here on Ben and Woods this morning, and I said it on Friday. I don't, I don't care if the pool and holding your breath and all, all of that. I don't care if it's just eyewash. I really don't. I, the thing that made me the happiest, the happiest part that I took from this this piece, was it's great to see that kid in this town with his teammates again. That's that's really it's the first step. Uh, it's the most important step because you know at the end of the day. Fernando Tatis Jr. owes it to himself. He owes it to his teammates and the city to to you know play as hard as he always has, to do as well as he always has, but just to be amongst teammates again, back in the fold, back in the mix, that to me was was the most important part. And I look forward to spring training, uh watching them them interact uh together again because it's just he's such a vital, vital piece of this city and and this team and its makeup and his abilities are, are you know, supernatural. So that, to me, Annie, was the best part, just to see the guys hanging out, you know, outside of, of you know, the ballpark where sometimes they're kind of forced yeah. to. Yeah, and it's really cool, too, because when the swimming part is done, they go and they sit in the jacuzzi um, for a while, and that that's where they really laugh and have, have a good time. So it was cool. They were they were talking to each other the whole time in there as well, which was a lot of fun. Can I get and in there? Can like, I get in that <laughs> those sessions? Because I'll go. That I can do. part I'll do. That I, I can do. I cool, but I'll do the jacuzzi. Yeah. I can get in there. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, Fernando's also been at Petco. He's been working out there. There's been a group of guys working yep. out at Petco as well. So, like you said, they've been around each other. They've been around the coaches. They've been around Bob Melvin. They've just they've been around. They're getting acclimated. Like, it's not going to be like they all show up, at, you know, to spring training or even this week at FanFest and that they're seeing each other for the first time. Like, they've been being accountable to each other so far. And it's great to see that with Fernando. And I, I know that for him, like, you know, you read in the story, the depression for him was watching the playoffs. The hardest part for him was talking to his teammates. And once he moved past that or, or his teammates heard his apology, they were able to move past that. And then ever since then, he's been taking these action steps. And the team is is, is – you know, going to be, I mean, you can already see it with Joe, but with the rest of the guys too, I'm sure, you know, stoked to have him back and just have his presence around in that clubhouse and on the field. I mean, this guy's electric. Everybody knows this guy's electric and he's so much fun. And that's when it, when it was, you know, I, I wasn't sure what he was going to be like out there, but his confidence is still very high. And I think that that's what you need from the elite players, the great players. He looks good. He looks really healthy and he has maintained that muscle that he put on last year 
and you know, he just just looks like he's ready to go. And you can tell he's, you know, he's he's done the hard work of kind of hitting that rock bottom moment and then kind of climbing back up um, and saying, what next? What do I do now? And it's really important for him to stay healthy. Got those surgeries; um, those have you know taken really well with him. And so I just think he's you know this this is a this is not a fun thing that happened to him. This is not something that I'm sure he ever wished would happen to him. But this is the first time he's faced real adversity like this in his entire life. And so in some ways, it could become very very good for him. It could be something that helps him in the rest of his career and kind of just gets him back on track for what he needs. And I think that he recognizes that right now. Um, and, you know, he's willing to do the work, which is great to see. Annie, let me dive just a little bit more into the injury recovery that you just brought up. You said he's going well. And I, I certainly read his quotes about the shoulder recovery and how and how the wrist is going. But, you know, you, you sort of have to always take it a little bit with a grain of salt when an athlete tells you how they're feeling. You, since you saw him personally, did you have any like further impressions of really how encouraged he was on how the progress is going with the rehab from from both the surgeries, really all all three surgeries when it comes to it? I mean, you're absolutely right. I can only speak to what I saw from him, you know, in the pool and and um, talking to him. I definitely I can't speak to what he actually looks like. You know, we saw some clips of him. Um, hitting over this last week or, or whatnot, but um, I don't really know anything about that in terms of like baseball activities. But he, sa- um, he sounded but, confident when he said, yeah, it feels really good and the wrist is close. Oh, or was it kind of more of a, a hesitant, yeah, no, it's confident. going kind of well, you know, you can sort of, you have to read kind of a little behind the, yeah. but between the lines when it comes to injury talk. No, you're absolutely right, and and that's what I was going to say. Is he feels uh, he sounded very, very confident and very happy. He sounded almost relieved. You know, I mean, you you saw that, that first uh, wrist surgery. He said was only you know, really only healed about twenty five percent, and or maybe you know, and and this one's already at ninety percent. And he also his shoulder. I just think he feels a lot more confident in the sense that, you know, he he had learned to play with that shoulder, and I'm sure that there was, as we know, hesitation with how that surgery was going to go. But now I think he feels like, okay, I can just go out there and play my game. I don't have to baby it so much. Of course, you know, he, he's going to have to work back. I don't, I don't know that the Padres are going to go zero to a hundred with him right away. Um, but, you know, you're going to probably want to see how everything reacts, reacts as he continues to do more and more work, which is how you want to do it in any, any injury that any guy ever has. But um, what I thought was great was asking him, you know, should you have some grace for yourself that you're maybe not going to be able to right away be that guy that you've always been because you've been sitting for so long, you know, maybe you're going to need to work back up to that. And he kind of looked at me and laughed, you know, a little bit. He kind (laughs) of chuckled at me like, (laughs) you know, which I thought was great. It was very him. Like, no, he just, he's not concerned about how his body's going to react. And I think whether or not that is, um, you know, completely mental because I do think he feels that good. I really do. And I, again, he hasn't started doing all the baseball things he would need to do for a season. So I'm sure that's going to be the real test as he continues to ramp up his activities. But for him to feel that this way at this point in time um, and to feel that confidence, I, I think that that's a really good sign for him. And it does seem different than how he talked about it last year as he was trying to rehab from everything. And then the year before that with the shoulder um, you know, there's, he couldn't do the, even do the home run derby when he was at the all-star game because of the shoulder, you know, and now it's like, he's going to be able to do all these things, assuming everything, you know, goes forward the way it should. 
um, that he had to just kind of be careful about before. So I think that there's a little bit of a sense of relief there as well for him, as well as confidence. Sounds like he gave you the Fernando equivalent of Ozzy Gantz. Please. Yeah, please. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm fine. Please. <laughs> and it was great. I couldn't help but laugh. I was like, you know what? What a dumb question for me. You know He's what I back. mean? And so, and, and <laughs> well, Annie, but it, thank, was, it was great. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was, <laughs> thank was a you. great piece. Happy All birthday. The was uh, absolutely deserved and as Wood said, yeah, I hope you had a good birthday, and we'll see you Thanks, uh, maybe out of spring training in a, in a couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the kind words for, for me and Kevin on this one, and thanks so much for uh, pumping it up and having me on. Take Annie Hobbern, uh, UT, on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.